0: microphones and headphones provided by cad audio cad audio expression through innovation
1: do not attempt to adjust your device this is a extreme freedom audio bulletin it cannot be traced it cannot be stopped and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution and welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Mike and Derek this week. Hey. So how are, I would say how's everyone doing, but we'll, we'll go the other <laughs> route. I'll quote Enzo, Enzo Amore from WWE, how you doing?
0: Or <laughs> well, you could quote uh, Joey from Friends, how you
1: doing? <laughs> I think they're both like the same uh same <laughs> realm, same type of character. Uh, yeah. So um man, Crazy Week it is days before Last Jedi opens. Yeah. And let's see, oh, what other movies are up against it? <laughs> Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. Who is silly enough to go up against it? That's my question. See, now I'm curious. Yeah, I kind of am, too. Coming soon, this Friday, opening this week. Let's see. all Star Wars, The Last Jedi, The Shape of Water, Gotti, Ferdinand. They're hoping John Cena is going to help carry that movie into second place. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beyond Skyline. Which the poster looks cool, but I know nothing about it. Me either. Uh, permanent, Miss Kite's children, Apache Warrior, the Thousand Faces of Dungia, Bobby the Hedgehog, and Christmas Inheritance. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: don't get it. Is it a battle to see who's going to get second place? <laughs> Is that the only thing we can think of? <laughs> pretty much you, you got second place whoopee <laughs> so a movie that feels like it got second place maybe maybe it got last place or it's been sitting last place <laughs> uh, the justice flop how is it we call it yeah it, we know it's going to m- make money but it's in, but it's proving to be not the greatest film.
0: <laughs> That's for sure.
1: And then on top of that, when you have Syrian Hines, who's, who's a game of Thrones actor as well. And of course he was the voice of Stefan Wolf in the movie. Now, when he comes out and states that he's not happy with the theatrical release and wants to see Zack Snyder's version released, mm-hmm. uh, um, Someone actually wants Zack Snyder's version. I think there's more to this story here in a second. Um, but from past interviews and trailers, we could probably speculate that Josh Whedon and the WB butchered and cut a lot of Saran Hines, Stefan Wolf, Wolf dialogue. Uh, Hines previously let it known that Stefan Wolf was at odds with Darkseid, but none of that was featured in the movie. In mm-hmm. addition, the movie. Didn't feature the really cool Steppenwolf dialogue from the trailers regarding no Kryptonian, no lanterns, etc. It is mm-hmm. unclear if a Zack Snyder Justice League cut would ever be released, as reportedly a lot of footage is unfinished and will cost millions to complete.
0: Not only that, but additionally, the special effects on Steppenwolf were not that great. Hmm...
1: Marvel, 13, DC, (laughs) 1, Fox, question mark. Fox, a mixed bag. Fox, at least, let's see, X-Men, Deadpool, Logan. Logan. I'd say X2. I'll give you X2,
0: so that's up to five. I would give First Class as well. Yeah. Six. I... I I would also say Days of Future Past. I know you didn't uh, care for it. No. Days of Future Past, I, Present, whatever.
1: I really enjoyed it. I mean, it looked phenomenal. Uh, I just I wasn't keen on the on the story. <clears throat> right. I understand you've got Hugh Jackman, and he's the vehicle for the X-Men, but what would it have been like if it was Wolverine and... Kitty Pride going back instead of just Wolverine instead of just Wolverine keep it a little truer to the comics you know
0: well yeah see that didn't bother me okay I think because overall it reset what had been messed up in uh the last stand there
1: yeah but then we look at apocalypse. <laughs> and that almost, like, undid everything that was achieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do uh, I have to look at
0: it?
1: How do you ruin a superhero franchise? Third movie. Case in point, Apocalypse. Mm, true. Case in point, Last Stand. Mm. Just to carry it over to the other
0: side, case in point, Iron Man 3. Yeah. Although... Captain America three and Thor three were not bad. We're good.
1: I think those are. Well, how do you save a superhero f- franchise in the case of Thor third movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And I think I think uh, Captain America has just kind of been consistent. Yeah, like I, they're pretty much all. They're all pretty much good.
1: I, I've been extremely happy with what um, what they've done with Cap. Yeah. Even though I've heard the complaints that, um, that, you know, Cat Civil War was more, um, was almost a mini Avengers movie, it it was still a cap movie. Right. And I'm okay with that. I mean, to me, it worked. Mm. So, um, but as we said, we thought asking for Zack Snyder that, there couldn't be that many people. I will now turn it over to you.
0: Well, of course, um, there's a petition going around for Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League. Which initially my thought was, who the blank would want to watch that? <laughs> yeah. But appar- apparently, there are over sixty thousand fans who are who have signed this petition. Um. So the Justice League only made ninety six million in its opening weekend. <laughs> uh, which yeah. dis- disappointing the box office and the viewer reviewers alike. Uh I saw it opening weekend, I'm sorry to say. And uh Thank you for taking one for the team. Yeah, it's what I do apparently. <laughs> so it's become known that the theatrical release is not in line with Zack Snyder's original version. Uh so the fans are petitioning Warner Brothers to release the reported 3-hour cut of Zack Snyder's version uh coupled with Junkie XL's original music score. Uh, of course the petitions are change.org Uh, Which says, in part, we, the undersigned, make this petition because during the last few months, the film Justice League underwent underwent a few changes in terms of composer and runtime. Uh, Josh Whedon made a number quite a number of changes to Justice League, uh, including being mandated to trim the movie to under two hours uh, by a decree by Warner Brothers uh, which, of course, means that a lot of footage had to be cut. If you if Zack Snyder's version was three hours, then, yeah, that's like a whole hour. Uh, Whedon retooled the beginning of Justice League to feature Batman. Uh, he greatly cut the flashback Dark Side War scene, reshot all of the Henry Cavill Superman scenes, uh, and added a lot of jokes here and there, and also cut out Henry Cavill's mustache. <laughs> which <laughs> which didn't bother me as much as it seemed to bother everybody else but I think that's because I knew about it so I'm like eh whatever <laughs> um, so of course you can figure that Snyder's Justice League was probably similar in tone to Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman but not quite as dark uh, it was probably a lot more epic than the theatrical release but lightened up to differentiate it from those that weren't happy with Batman vs. Superman. I don't know anybody who wasn't happy with Batman vs. Superman, he said sarcastically. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the hope is that Warner Brothers will listen to their fans and offer a three-hour uh, home version release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> three three hours? hours? No. I, I know. That is a lot. Uh, so, of course, it was directed by Zack Snyder with a story by Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder. Uh, screenplay was by Chris Terrio and Josh Whedon. And, uh, you know, all the people that are stars. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: because of sorry. a lot of this. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: I did actually hear there that there were a lot of cool things uh in the Zack Snyder cut that were missing and would have would actually have made the film better believe it or not someone in the background going this is sparta <laughs> yeah something like that but um they were you know like they were actually going to have dark side and other things okay so who knows if that'll ever happen or not
1: three hours I
0: don't know yeah that's all that is a long movie yeah think thankfully it would be home release so
1: you could pause if you gotta go to the bathroom (laughs) yeah because you know who knows you may have to go many times (laughs) (sighs) toilet never flushes right Man, that's a long toilet. Yep. That's what happens when you have one of those low flows. Mm. <laughs> so, speaking of low flow, mm. Warner <laughs> Brothers to shake up DC films in wake of Justice Flop. Um, following the disappointing and critical disappointing, critical and commercial reception to Justice Flop. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, this comes from CBR.com. <coughs> Uh, Warner Brothers will reportedly is reportedly restructuring their DC films. Uh, Variety reports that veteran producer John Berg, who last year was appointed alongside of DC, DC entertainment's Jeff Johns to supervise the slate of films on DC comic properties, uh, will step aside and instead and instead work as production partner to to Roy Lee. Uh Johns is expected to remain as DC's chief creative officer, reporting to DC Entertainment President Diane Nelson. Okay. That just seems odd. Mm. He's head of one company, but whatever. Um Berg and Johns were placed in charge of the DC films back in twenty sixteen following the disappointing performance of Batman Heart Superman. The Yawn of Justice. See, I like that. <laughs> Thank Chris for me on that. Uh, he'll be listening, so he'll hear it. Um, Johns is also closely involved with the comic book, television, and consumer products aspect of DC. Explained at the time, my job is to help other Warner Brothers divisions work with DC. Uh, the search is reportedly underway for Bird's replacement. The reorganization is expected to take place by January with Toby Emmerich, uh, Warner Brothers Picture Group president, reportedly considering more fully integrated DC film operations into the l- larger studio. As previously reported, Berg spent the better part of the year on set of Zack Snyder's Justice League to keep an eye on increasing production costs. Um, although the studio executives hoped the struggling DC Extended Universe could turn the page, the uh, the $300 million film proved polarizing with critics and fans and has earned just $572 million worldwide. So, with that, what do we have coming down the line?
0: Well, with that being said, um, in an article that came out December 10th on comicbook.com, uh. Today at Comic-Con Experience 2017 in Sao Paulo, Brazil, Warner Brothers revealed its upcoming movies coming from DC Films. Uh, the state of the DCEU has been a question on the minds of many fans following the underwhelming performance of Justice League. But the title cards shown during the Warner Brothers presentation suggest that the studio is moving full steam ahead with its previous plans. Uh, Warner Brothers began by referencing its biggest DC comic success so far, Wonder Woman, by showing a title card for the Wonder Woman sequel that... uh, Excuse me for a second. Oh, come on. (laughs) All right. You know, comicbook.com, sometimes there's so many pop-ups. All right. Nope. Come on. All right, here we go. Anyway, so uh, they showed a title card for one, the Wonder Woman sequel that showed the logo flanked by Roman Columns. There was no two in the title, suggesting Wonder Woman 2 may not be the film's official title. Uh, additionally, the title card for Aquaman was shown. Aquaman will be the next DCEU movie out of the gate arriving in 2018. And I am, can't say I'm very excited about that one right now. Uh, Next was the title card for Flashpoint uh, Indicating that DC Films is moving forward With plans to turn the Flash film into an event Uh, Again, not excited about that one either Uh, And that was followed by Justice League Dark Suggesting progress is still being made Towards bringing the mystical side of the DC Universe to live action Now that I am interested in And then Suicide Squad was teased, as well as the upcoming Batgirl movie, Shazam, Green Lantern Corps, and The Batman. Here we go again! Uh, Conspicuously absent from the list was the previously announced Cyborg movie as well as the second Justice League movie. Uh, no mention of any other Suicide Squad spinoff movies, such as Gotham City Sirens, the Harley Quinn solo movie, the Harley and Joker team-up movie, and the rumored Deadshot solo. Uh, the villain-centric Black Adam and Deathstroke movies were also absent from the list, as was the solo Joker movie. Thankfully. Though that film will not be a part of the DCEU, which may explain its absence. See, that that's stupid to you. Oh, let's do films that are not part of the EU. Yeah, I know. I still don't get that. So, uh, Aquaman comes out December 21st of next year. Wonder Woman 2 on November 1st of 2019. Shazam, April 5th, 2019. Cyborg was supposed to be twenty twenty, and the Green Lantern Corps was supposed to be twenty twenty. See, Green Lantern Corps got my interest if it's done right. Right, exactly. Oh, I that's was, the other thing. I, go
1: ahead. I was gonna say if Green Lantern Corps can put out a trailer similar to Wonder Woman mm. and carry it through, I will be happy.
0: Yeah. Now, I also one of the things I had heard about the Snyder Cut was that. um it actually featured Kilowog and Tomar Ray from the Green Lantern Corps. Uh, I don't know what capacity, but it might have just been a cameo, but I heard they they actually showed up at one point. So technically, lanterns were in the movie and then got cut. Technically,
1: Yeah. Intriguing. So I wonder if they'll show up for Flashpoint, which
0: is a stupid idea. Yeah. It's possible, but yeah. It's too soon to be doing Flashpoint. It is. It's way too soon. They haven't even established uh, Barry Allen that well in the DCEU. So. No. I mean,
1: you're you're going with, oh, a team-up film with Batman, Heart Superman, which essentially is Trinity. Mm-hmm. To uh, Trinity and Kingdom Come, for the most part. To, right. oh, we're going to do a Wonder Woman movie. So we go Man of Steel team up Wonder Woman team up with Justice League mm-hmm. and then we're going to go Aquaman team up but it's Flash's film. Right. It, so it, no. Flashpoint should be like Justice League 2 or Justice League 3.
0: And not only that but they should have they should they should they should be doing like they like Marvel does with Thanos, where they're kind of building it up through other movies. Yeah. In little bits, you know, like leading up to it. Yes. And that should be a big Justice League event. Now, have
1: reverse Flash show up and, and cause some right. havoc. Right. And, and have something in that history change slightly. Right. To build up to, oh, we need to go back and redo this at Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like maybe the way it was done in the TV series, right? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, I guess we could say kudos to um, to Wonder Woman and Logan and um, I guess Dunkirk, War, of The Planet of the Apes, Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, Glow. Uh yes. for their for their nominees nominations in the twenty fourth annual Screen Actor, Screen Actors Guild
0: Award. I was very very pleased and very <clears throat> happy to see all of those yeah. get well, nominated. We'll have to see what happens next week
1: with the Weebies. Ah yes. Because the Weebies are next week. <clears throat> So, uh, Warner Brothers, Wonder Woman, and 20th Century Fox's Logan have both been nominated for Outstanding Action Performance by a Stunt Ensemble in Motion Picture. Uh, I'm glad the Screen Actors Guild recognizes um, the stuntmen, or the stunt teams, for this. Yes. Also, too, um, in the television category, Stranger Things earned four nominations, including Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a drama series, uh, Outstanding Performance by a Stunt Ensemble and television. Uh David Harbour received a nomination for Best Male in Drama and Millie Brown. Millie Bobby Brown earned outstanding performance for a female actor. Also um in T V um just gonna highlight a few Peter Dinklage is also nominated for Best Male Actor. Um Mark Marin for outstanding performance male actor in comedy for Glow uh Allison Brie female actor in a comedy series for Glow um outstanding performance in a drama series Stranger Things Game of Thrones um performance in a comedy series Glow uh and then Action performance by Stone Ensemble, Game of Thrones, Glow, Stranger Things, Walking Dead. Um, I mean, those aren't all the nominees, but those are the shows that we've talked about the most, and movies we talked about the most. So, March. of course, we're thorough shout out to to all all those fine folks. Now, I'll, I'll also say William H. Macy, Outstanding Performance in a Comedy Series for Male, and Shameless. I'll do that because i'm a, I'm a huge William H Macy fan
0: I love William H Macy yeah he, although i I haven't watched Shameless but he is what made the mystery men yeah yeah
1: i would I would love a sequel to that
0: yeah I don't know if it'll ever happen no nah, probably
1: not I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of it either
0: yeah I could see that
1: I mean I think I think the original was a, a good standalone, and I think a, a remake or a reboot, if they could go and do a couple more movies, uh, it's not going to hurt the original.
0: Yeah, I agree. So and they can kick off a whole new franchise. And- yeah, you just got to bring that bus back. <laughs>
1: got to bring the bus back. Yeah. So, um, so I guess moving on. This is still rumored, but it seems to be Thursday is or was a day worth waiting for, depending on when you hear the show.
0: <laughs> if,
1: the, if I get the show notes up, I get the show notes in time. It'll be up Thursday. We'll be going today. If not the weekend, Thursday was the day um, we've been waiting for. And why would we be potentially waiting
0: well, as has been bandied about back and forth and may actually be an actual reality. Yeah. Uh Disney might actually be buying Fox, the Fox Film Studios, 20th Century Fox. Uh you know, as I said the news has been going back and forth over this. Yeah. It's kind of like um like a uh I lost my train of thought there. Well,
1: you know, we we've been saying over on um, Mighty Marvel Geeks the the deal, the talks might be stopped, but we 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 never said the deal was completely dead, or the deal might right. have been dead at the time, but the talks weren't over. And Of course, now we're talking about potential deal coming and being solidified. I mean, listen to some people just just because i work for disney i have no insight on any of this because this is all i mean this is something like this is not talked about in the lower masses in various
0: departments (laughs) i mean this is kept yeah why would you this would be kept behind closed doors yeah i mean why would you have any info on it personally exactly um yeah, I know what I was going to say. Like, it's kind of like a uh, one of those will-they-won't-they kind of romance things. <clears throat> like, oh, Disney's going to buy Fox. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, wait, maybe they will. Oh, mm, oh it's coming. Oh, maybe we'll find out this week. Yeah. But <clears throat> Excuse me. So one question, of course, that that brings up is um, what will that mean for the Fox-owned Marvel characters, and who, what characters will Disney get back, or Marvel Studios get back. Um, So, we have uh, 10 characters here, listed on comicbook.com, that you might see return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe soon. And of course, uh, first and foremost, Wolverine. Uh Wolverine has, you know, always been one of the most popular X Men characters for a very long time. And who hasn't wanted to see him back in the MCU interacting with the Avengers and stuff? Oh yeah. I mean there has been the
1: uproar oh he needs to be they need to be part of Affinity Gauntlet. It's not the same.
0: Hmm. Yeah, this is this is crazy. I didn't even realize it's talking about when you break it down, talking about Hugh Jackman, who's been playing Wolverine uh, for 17 years in a total of nine movies. Yeah. Wow. When you break it down like that, that's a lot of Wolverine. Yeah, it is. And yes, uh, it is. And my page froze. Oh, No. Okay, so you start off with Wolverine. So you start off with Wolverine. So, actually, I can just go by memory on this one. Uh, of course, then there's also the next up is the Fantastic Four. Yep. Which, I mean, come on. We all want to see the Fantastic Four in the MCU. That That's just a no-brainer. Uh, but do we really need the whole team? Couldn't, couldn't, well, we, couldn't
1: we just get away with just one person? <laughs>
0: doom! Perhaps you could, but... <laughs> yes, yes, everyone. Doom, 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 and Doom! doom. Okay, Doom for like him, to too. See, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I would like to see... I would kind of be interested in seeing them do, like, a Fantastic Four TV show. Forget about movies, you know, just having like a Netflix show. Well, there won't be Netflix, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring them to ABC.
0: Yeah. Summer, a summer series. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You
1: gotta so, do something <clears throat> to keep Marvel going year-round so it stays in the fourth round, out, you know, TV-wise.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, this next one's actually kind of interesting, uh, and that would be Cable, uh, who is... Going to be starring in Deadpool two, and being played by Josh Brolin, who is also playing another character in the MCU. Let's see, uh, Thanos. <laughs> so that could be interesting. <laughs> uh, True. So who kn- who knows what might happen with that? Uh, th- maybe Cable is Thanos. Yeah, maybe. The the other interesting thing about Cable is that uh, he's known for his abilities as a time traveler. Um, and they haven't really done a whole lot of with time travel in the MCU other than in, like, Doctor Strange. And uh, so that could be interesting. Uh, so the next character is uh, a little character that we've already mentioned named Doctor Doom. Yeah. Now... Of course, one one problem that always seems to be an issue in the Marvel movies is uh the villains don't seem to quite live up often other than Loki uh and Red Skull. Right. Uh so, you know, let's uh let's throw a little doom into the mix and see what happens. He could uh he could really shake things up. <laughs> kind of kind of interesting, I believe. Yep. Now, the question is, what would they do with Doom? Especially now that he's actually in the comics, he's actually a good guy.
1: Uh, You can slowly build your way
0: to that. Mm, Good. It's not like you don't have time or anything. Mm. Now, this next one is very interesting, and that is Galactus. Uh, You mean the cloud? (laughs) I was going to say... could we could we someday see Galactus uh, come to the MCU Earth and try to devour it? And would he be a cloud or, or <laughs> more closely resemble his giant humanoid form in the comics? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That could get interesting. That would be – actually, that would be awesome. Uh, true. <laughs> if Not in a cloud you know, form, though. No, well, sure. If he comes in a cloud and the cloud gives way, and you actually see the actual Galactus, that, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do. Just uh, just to kind of bust on that the so the old the Fantastic Four two version. <laughs> I'd have
1: it like big giant clouds show up, and have him start talking. Poke yeah. his head through.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, he's a cloud again. Like, oh wait, there he is. <laughs> um <laughs> so another interesting one would be quicksilver and scarlet witch. Uh there as you know there are two versions. There's yep. the one that that was already that was in Avengers uh and then there was the one that was in the uh X-Men films. Yeah. Although they didn't really have Scarlet Witch per se. It, it was there was the implied yeah that, that was
1: scarlet witch
0: Now the interest the other interesting thing about that is um the X-Men version of Quicksilver I'm just going to say it was better than the Avengers version and they killed the Avengers version of Quicksilver yeah. So
1: interesting Yeah but the the Fox version would be an old fart by the time they would. It was this day and age.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, the next one, Deadpool. Uh, that one could get a little sticky because you know Deadpool came out it's R-rated, uh, played perfectly by Ryan Reynolds. And the question is, what would Marvel do with Deadpool? Would they keep it in the adult-orientated type of movie that he's been in? Or would they try to lighten him up a bit to make him more kid-friendly? I would hope they would leave him as is and just write off that success. I would, yeah. I would hope they would see... I hope... I mean, you figure they're going to see the success that Deadpool had. Right. So, you got to think, you know, why would you want to why would you want to ruin that? Now, I would definitely say if you
1: bring Deadpool into Avengers or mm-hmm. or into another movie, fine, tame him down for that. Right. But his individual movie? Yeah,
0: no right exactly let, let it go right now the next one is another one that I'd really love to see and that is the Silver Surfer um again you know, we saw originally saw him in in the Fantastic Four sequel yes. with the Cloud Galactus <laughs> <laughs> and and they they did a decent job with him um I think they handled him all right, Uh, but I think I think Marvel could do a lot better with him. I agree. I agree. And next we have Professor X and Magneto. Oh, now Magneto is another one I'd love to see in the MCU. Yeah, yeah.
1: See, now they could go back and do Civil War Two. Yes, and, and make it more of a crossover of one and two. Right.
0: Uh, definitely, My, Magneto would definitely be an awesome uh, villain, not quite villain, in the in the MCU. I think. Yeah. And finally, we have the rest of the X Men, <laughs> which is one of the main things we want to see in the MCU: the actual X Men and their related characters. Yeah. Of course, that brings up the question of what will happen with the Fox X-Men properties that they've been working on, and who knows? We'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, this is true. Well, what what would happen if Yeah, uh, you know, Disney has come out and said that they're not going to put any more new shows on non-Disney-owned properties? Right. So what happens with the shows that are on... On Fox, not right. FX, because we'll own FX. It's Fox we won't own as a company because we own ABC. We can't have, you know, we, we can't have two, you know, two
0: broadcast networks. Right. So, but but then the question still does remain too. Even though they can have, they can own FX. Will they? you know, like the Legion show, will they just, will that just disappear or?
1: Well, no, because Disney will own FX, Disney will own
0: FXM. Right. But what I'm saying is, are they going to want to keep going with the Legion show or? I don't see why not. Yeah, it was, a, it's a good show. Uh, I would hope to see it continue.
1: So i I don't see, I don't see why not. Now, the, the other big question, though, is what about Hugh Jackman? Uh, rumors had it that he would potentially come back and play Wolverine 1 last time if uh, if he could be tied into an Avengers movie. Um, but, again, this is from CBR.com. Um, he's quoted, as he's talking to Colander. um It's interesting because for the whole 17 years, I kept thinking that that would be so great. Like I would love to see particularly Iron Man and Hulk and Wolverine together. And every time I saw an Avengers movie, I could just see Wolverine in the middle of all of them, like punching them all on the head. (laughs) But it was like, Oh, well that's not going to happen. He continued. And it was interesting. Just when I first saw the headline, it was the possibility of of it, and who knows what's going to happen. Obviously, I was like, "Hang on," but I think unfortunately the ship has sailed for me. But for someone else, I would like to see Wolverine in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, seventeen years is a long yeah. time. But to if he, playing one character. But if he comes in, this would be
1: it. This would be ideal to bring in. Uh, what's her name from Logan to make her X twenty three? Yes, and and not make him Wolverine, but make him Old Man Logan in the Avengers yeah.
0: movie. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there there is so much exciting potential that could come out of this. Yeah, I think so. It's.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> just, we just let it go. So, uh, not letting it go, actually kind of making a comeback. And I think,
0: I think my daughter might enjoy this when it happens. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so everybody remember, uh, well, a little character called Shiro, who was, uh, a spinoff of He Man. Yeah. And, uh, they were actually related, weren't they, if I remember correctly? I think they were cousins. I think something like that, yeah. So uh, and then as part of announcement of several new animated series coming to Netflix, DreamWorks uh, announced that they are going to be doing an updated She-Ra cartoon that's going to come out in 2018. <laughs> That'd uh, be cool. Yeah. It's going to be pre- executive produced by Noelle Stevenson. Uh, from Lumberjanes. Uh, the series is going to be an updated version of the 80s She-Ra Princess of Power, which is a, which was a spin-off of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Uh, so here is the official description directly from Dream, DreamWorks. From Eisner Award winning author and executive producer Noelle Stevenson, ...comes a modern take on the 80s girl power icon for a new generation of young fans. The trailblazing blazing property originally debuted in 1985 to satisfy overwhelming demand for a female-led fantasy series. With Stevenson's unique voice at the helm, fans are in store for an epic and timely tale that celebrates female friendship and empowerment... ...led by a warrior princess tailor-made for today... The series will be available to Netflix members worldwide in 2018. But when in 2018? Exactly. Uh so the other question is how is this going to affect He-Man at all? Or it, like is she still going to be related to He-Man or I don't know. Sort of also mentions that um, Shiro villain Hordak will probably be appearing in the silly series. That will be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're worried about the quality of the new series, He-Man super fan James Etock has seen the series Bible and loves it. Uh, he said the writers of the series Bible clearly have a love. And appreciation of the original filmation show. Uh, Filmation. Or at least have done a lot of wonderful research and taken some of the best aspects of the original series. The story arc is truly epic. Uh, The show, thankfully, does not feature awful, smart-ass, snarky dialogue. That's actually a good thing. Uh, Characters are very well-defined. Some far stronger than their original Filmation counterparts. So uh sounds like it could be pretty good, and uh, it does sound like something that it might be good for your daughter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, something else that might be cute for my daughter but could also be cute for those of you who are into this type of thing Um, I'm not saying I don't have a couple of these Well, not this particular line But I have a couple because of my daughter Uh, Build-A-Bear and Nintendo have teamed up for a line of furry friends They include Mario Bear, Yoshi, Bowser, and Toad This collection also includes some adorable costumes for Princess Peach, Luigi, and more if you want to secure your Nintendo Bear for Christmas, your best bet is to order one online while supplies last. The Mario Bear, Yoshi, and Bowser won't arrive in stores until the weekend and not only in select locations. Keep in mind that free standard shipping is available with orders of $45 or more until December 17th. The official breakdown for each character of the Build-A-Bear Nintendo collection is as follows. Mario Bear, with his son on overalls, iconic mustache, and Super Mario logo on his paw pad, as uh, a 16-inch bear that's ready to jump into his next adventure. Bowser, the troublemaking king of Koopas, is ferociously fun when downsized to furry friend form. With his awesome back shell and a super cool Mario graphic on his paw pad, This 15-inch Bowser is an epic addition to your collection, especially when you add in his 5-in-1 sounds Mm -hmm. unit. Yoshi, kind-hearted and easygoing. He's always ready for an adventure. Now you you can add Mario's Comrade to your collection. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pre-stuffed plush and accessories. Toad. um, Toad has always... Positive words of encouragement for Mario. This pre-stuffed furry friend features Toad's signature red and white polka dots, blue vest, and white pants. Uh, There's a Super Mario wrist accessory. Uh, Power up your furry friend's accessories by adding this awesome three-piece set to your collection. Um, This plush wrist accessory comes with a Yoshi egg, a Superstar, and a Super Mushroom. Um, red Super Mario hoodie. Uh, you can get this adorable red hoodie um, with a fun Mario and Yoshi graphic on the front. Um, for this time of year, it's the best way to keep your your furry friend warm. Then there's a Luigi costume. Okie dokie. <laughs> dress your dress your furry friend just like Luigi with a signature green hat and blue overalls. And then there's a Princess Peach costume. Our princess might be in another castle, but your furry friend will positively will be positively peachy in your arms when dressed in this two-piece Princess Peach costume. Just ask Luigi. <laughs> um, you can add the Super Mario Brothers theme song to your plush. Um and then Bowser's 5 in 1 sounds has the bois. Um, your browser furry friend will be the ultimate boss when you add his signature 5 in 1 sounds. And again, all of these are available on Build a Bear. So I'm wondering if Build a Bear has a sample of the sounds.
0: You know, I'm not going to lie, I kind of want that Bowser. <laughs> 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 He's so cute. <laughs> It,
1: yeah. They they do have they do have some cute things. Uh, like I said, I've got the Chewbacca. I've got Boba Fett. Boba Fett's cool. The Boba Fett bear. Then they mm. did a Chewberka, where they took one of the bears and made it look like.
0: Oh yeah, a plush, that and that bad. one's
1: horrible. Yeah, but when they did it for Hulk, the hands are bigger, huh. and the Hulk bear is is fun uh, my daughter has a she's got a, almost all the ponies um all right continue it does not have a sample of the sounds not like it used to oh oh oh
0: wait 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 <laughs> uh.
1: let me set up my browser just right and here come the Bowser sayings <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and then if you want to know what the Super Mario's theme sounds like, it would be this. I mean, okay, well, it'll sound like if you put this in your plush. <laughs> That song with the eight bit hi hat in there, yeah. <laughs> like, first time I heard, it, I'm like, is that distortion? What? <laughs> um, but when you're on here, what do they have for Marvel now? That they, they got the Hulk costume. They have a, a different Hulk bear than what Zoe's got. It, it, it's it's amazing how things changed. Um, it's like the their Marvel Mega Minis are pretty cool. Mm. I mean, Falcon. Falcon's cute. (laughs) The Mega Mini Captain America is cute. There's a Mega Mini Rocket and Mega Mini Groot. I mean, the Groots are okay. (laughs) I want Howard. (laughs) Now, over in Star Wars, like I said, the Chewbacca bear, it's cute, but it's not chewy. (laughs) Right, yeah. Bazmo is incredible uh kylo ren's pretty cool oh
0: yeah uh, those
1: ones so he's got vader um i would love to get her the ray uh boba fett's awesome she has the stormtrooper bear which is the first order um i think she has a chewbacca as well and of course there's the porg and we <laughs> go listen to to Wookiee Radio to hear Ken's opinion on what the pork looks like.
0: <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, I had forgotten about that now. <laughs> now it's so. all I'm ever going to see again. <laughs> <laughs> what are
1: you going to name your
0: pork? Mm, Donald? Maybe. <laughs> I'll call him Donnie for short. (laughs) Um,
1: I mean, I caught, I caught this story earlier in the week and I forgot to put it up. We've talked about it in actually within the last couple months. San Diego comic-con wins its lawsuit over the comic-con trademark. Really? Yes. You did not hear this. No, I did not. Yeah. (laughs) In a shock. Um, Where I'm pulling my story from, you could Google this, it's all over the place. I got this from io9. Um, In a case that could potentially complicate the lives of comic convention organizers, the country over, a federal jury has ruled in the San Diego Comic-Con's favor in a lawsuit brought against Salt Lake Comic-Con for violating copyright law with the use of their own term, Comic-Con. The verdict which was arrived at Friday afternoon found SDCC's trademark is valid and that Salt Lake Comic Con used it without permission. According to a report filed by Fox 13 in Salt Lake, um, San Diego Comic Con initially sought up to a 12, sought up to $12 million in damages from Dan Farr and Brian Brandenburg. Salt, now, the organizers for for Salt Lake Comic Con, but was only rewarded 20 grand. Mm. According to the ruling, the violation was not a willful infringement of the copyright. It felt like it was a draw. Brandenburg told Fox 13. Uh, he told the news organization that he was currently considering whether or not to appeal Additionally, Salt Lake Comic Con has proceedings underway with the U.S. Trademark Office to officially cancel San Diego Comic Con's trademark. According to Salt Lake City's Comic Con's website, their position is that the term of Comic Con is a generic one, a common expression dating back from the 1960s, and that when combined with other sets of words, they form a protected name. Naming convention. It is unclear now if this ruling will stand, but if it does, it could change a lot for the various conventions that operate under Comic Con. Uh, They have to undergo the costly process of renaming or risk legal action from San Diego. Wow. In a statement, San Diego Comic Con said San Diego Comic Convention has used Comic Con trademarks in the connection with our comics and popular arts convention for almost 50 years. Um, we have invested substantial time, talent, and resources in our brand, resulting in the worldwide recognition of Comic-Con convention held annually in San Diego. The jury today upheld San Diego's Comic Convention's trademarks as valid. The jury also found that Dave Farr Productions, Daniel Farr, and Brian Brandenburg each infringed on San Diego Comic-Con's or comic conventions trademarks. San Diego Comic Convention respects the decision of the jury. From the beginning, all we asked of the defendants was to stop using our, our Comic Con trademarks. Today, we obtained a verdict that allows us to achieve this. For that, we are grateful. Now, here's the catch, and I heard this as an argument too. San Diego, whenever you see San Diego Comic Con, it's Comic Dash Con. Everyone else, it's Comic Con. Two separate mm-hmm. words. Um Meanwhile, next year's Salt Lake Comic Con will continue apace at least until San Diego Comic Con acquires the injunction forcing them to change their name. Hopefully it won't come to that. So, um, there has been an update to the story. Uh, as many have pointed out, messy language that doesn't effectively distinguish the difference between trademark and copyright. Uh, so that gets brought up there. So yeah, it's found that to be interesting that Yeah, that's something. I think they said a hundred there's there's at least a hundred and forty seven com- conventions that would either have to change their name or license with with uh Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. Well, think about it on your end. You got Boston Comic Con. Right. This New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other big ones out there? Salt Lake, Motor City Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con. Um, yeah. Not, it's, it's not going to be a pretty sight. Yeah, it's crazy. How how nuts is this going to be?
0: Huh.
1: Maybe they should get Zach Snyder involved.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, perhaps. Maybe not. Still can't believe they want a Zach Snyder cut. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but what I really can't believe is it actually sounds like it might actually be better. That's a scary thing.
1: Who, who would have thought Zack Snyder would be better than Joss Whedon? <laughs> but then again, we don't know how much Joss Whedon was told to actually cut and redo, especially if he's just taking direction.
0: Right, and to be fair, I mean, you know, he was, he was brought in in the middle of – you know, production and and all this and so it's not like he's you know, he was right. working on the movie from day one, so Right. So yeah, it's
1: it's gonna be intriguing. It certainly is. It will be intriguing. So um you got any final thoughts since I brought it up first?
0: Um yeah. I think my final thought is uh it seems like there is a lot of big changes uh coming to to the uh, to the geek world with all this that's going on. Yeah. With uh, with the San Diego thing, with the Disney Fox thing, with uh the Warner Brothers D C thing. Yeah, it's uh it's like everything's in turmoil right now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, but also kind of exciting. Yeah. Well, what's
1: what else is crazy is the fact that we forgot to do the business stuff right at the top of the show. Uh, so I'm going to do it this way. Go to geeks.net or check out the network Um, Check out our affiliates, ripped apparel, superhero stuff. Uh, of course, with superhero stuff, you got the hero box. Um, Oh, I still gotta get the get the other two affiliates up. We've got one for Loot Crate that's gonna be coming up here shortly, and we got one for um, um, TV Store Online. I think is what it is. Um, so we'll be getting those up shortly as well. But support the affiliates and uh, Rip Apparel's got some great stuff, superhero stuff. Uh, the hero boxes alone. Oh, my Lord. Can't You can't go wrong with the hero box. Um, hit us up on Facebook at Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, just look up We Be Geeks. Uh, you can't miss us. Logos are right there. And if you're already following the show, look for the logo. There are a couple other We Be Geeks online on Facebook. We're aware. Uh, we're looking into that. On Twitter, hit us up at Weeby Geeks. Mail us at We Be Geeks at WeBeGeeks.net. Um, that's pretty much it, right? I believe so. Then on that note. So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weebie Geeks production.